It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Everybody's like, who's that? Who's that dude? <laughs> what, what show is this? Where'd y'all, where y'all been, man? I'm getting emails. What happened? Are y'all recording anymore? Well, yeah, but man, we've been on, we have to have a break. I know. Even There's... even TV shows have a uh, even they have reruns all during the summer. That's true. But sometimes the, forever. The life, you know, graduation. Congratulations to oh yeah your daughter, high school yes, graduation. She made it. Yay! And she didn't fall down going across the stage. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just been a crazy May and the end of April and May were just crazy. We had proms to do we had problems with a dress falling apart Uh she had this beautiful sequin dress and the sequin just started falling off of it (gasps) she just put it on and walked down the stairs from her room and the sequins are falling off because (laughs) when they did alterations they didn't do them correctly so anyway man it was a mess but we always knew where Skylar was just follow the blue sequins (laughs) (laughs) the sparkly things yeah So on hiatus here, you had a cool experience. I did. I got an email uh, from this guy who owns a company that runs uh, Dining in the Dark Experiences. This is the first time they were doing it in Boston. And it was part of a fundraiser for another organization. And he wanted blind folks to come and serve as waiters and waitresses. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is probably the one time in my life... I'll get to be anybody's wait staff. Right. So I said, sign Besides me up. Besides Tim's. <laughs> well, that's, that's, you know, I mean, you know, Tim, Tim has signed up and he just has to accept it that way. But I mean, but right. it was just like, you know, it was, it was so much fun. Um, they had us practice this whole thing. And um, the way they, they do it is that uh, the room goes pitch dark it's a 25-minute experience for the folks who are there. They better them. eat fast. Well, yeah, but I suppose they must. I uh, they've been doing this thing now for about eight years, and I'm suspecting they must have figured out that that's about as long as people who are sighted can stand to be in pitch darkness without starting wow. to panic. Yeah, um, now that was what. Yeah, now that one dude you were telling me about, he didn't even make it. Two seconds, did he? No. Actually, they do a test at one point. They, I mean, they're very good at sort of describing what the whole experience is going to be like. And before they plunge them into darkness for 25 minutes, they do a four-second test. 
And anybody who feels like they can't do it or whatever can at that point sort of walk out of the room. Okay. And, uh, but I was so fortunate. My table, they were totally into it. Everybody had their knife and fork. And I talked to them about the idea of like, if, if you're not feeling too confident about the knife, you could take, you know, your roll and use your roll sort of as your knife. It could be your stabilizer or your pusher right. into your fork. Right. They're like, oh, I think one or two people Now, did you also tell them that there's anything good on your plate? Your person next to you can't see you, so you can grab it off of their plate, too? <laughs> I, I think there was some sharing going on. Uh, um, there were, I'm always doing, if I know i got other blind <laughs> people around me and there's shrimp or something and I'm empty, <laughs> I, I have no problem stealing a couple off your plate. So, but it was, it was really great. So let me tell you this. So they had it set up so when you came out of the room, the, like the kitchen space, you either went to your right or to your left. You moved along the wall. There was masking tape on the wall. Once you got there, you stopped and you found, they had these like, what are they called, stanchions? So, you know, like the ropes you have in the bank? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as you, you'd go along those, and they had uh, mask and tape. And you, depending on which table you had, you'd stop at the tape, and then right a straight across from that tape was the table you were going to serve. Okay. Um, That's cool. So, they kind of kept you guys from bumping into each other, too. Totally. Totally. Crash, bang, yeah. boom. Yeah. And they explained this whole, cause, and, and we brought out the dishes on a trolley. And they okay. explained it was like a three-level trolley. And on the okay. first level, you had your specialized, you know, anybody who had like a, I had a gluten-free and a vegetarian um, at my table. Okay. So they told me which plate was which, and then all the other plates were the regular plates. Okay, um, very cool. Oh, it was, very it was cool. so cool. So did you, did you get a good tip? No tips. It was a fundraiser. All the money went to They didn't to tip the... you? No. Uh, no. I think I would have been a bad waiter then. Oh, sorry about that. I accidentally <laughs> spilt this lasagna in your life. <laughs> nah. Oh, no. gosh. Man, Cheryl, there was a fire. Did you hear about it? No, no. Tell me. It, did. it made national news. It was a big, it was a shoe factory uh -huh. caught on fire. Uh-huh. Yeah, after the investigation, and then you got the fire out, and they were looking around, find out, they finally figured out some heel started it. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Oh, now, don't, hey, don't y'all laugh. Don't y'all laugh. There was 250 souls that were lost in that fire. Oh, oh <laughs> bad. Bad. I love it. It's a double eye roller. Woohoo! All right, we're <laughs> back, y'all, cooking in the dark. Hang on. Come back on the other side and check out how to make these tasty snacks. Now, here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're going to do a couple things here. Time is short. We've been gabbing. I know we haven't been cooking. We're going to kind of get everything together. Um, the mushrooms. Let's talk about the mushrooms. And then we'll make the Italian margaritas, because I know everybody sounds thirsty out there in the audience. I know Cheryl is. I am. I am. So what I've got here is a 24-ounce uh, a box of white mushrooms with stems in they're whole what I'm doing is just popping the stem out if you put just a little bit of pressure on the stem it'll pop right out of the mushroom head mm -hmm. then I'm just taking I've got a damp not wet just damp paper towel what I did was held the paper towel under the under the water coming out of the faucet just in, and got one side of it wet maybe a third of it wet and then kind of wadded it up 
and then let the, the moisture from that one section soak into the rest of the, the paper towel. So it's just damp. But I'm taking that and just wiping the sides and the tops of these mushrooms down. And why are you doing that? Just to clean them. Okay. Get, you know, get the fungus among us off the fungus. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, because, I mean, even though, you know, they, they, there's sometimes a little bit of dirt, a little bit of sand still left in there. And, uh, bit, and being that they're spongy, yeah. um, you don't really want to wash them underwater because some of that water will seep into them. And you don't want that, especially for this. These mushroom bombs are out of sight. There's a lot of variations and ways to make them, but as I'm wiping these caps, mm-hmm. I'm putting them in a 9 by 13 cake pan, and I'm laying with the cap side down, the gill side up. So if, you, if the stem was still on them, the way they're laying in there, the stem would be pointing straight up at you, okay? And in a minute, you'll see why. You're going to need, for this recipe, um, your mushroom caps. And if you only want to do a smaller amount, get a, you know, just get a pint-sized container of whole mushrooms. You want to make sure your mushrooms are fairly large. These are... Um, probably about two and a half inches two uh, i'd say maybe two inches in diameter mm-hmm. they're not little bitty you know little bitty will be a mess when you go to stuff them but yeah. these bigger ones are, are pretty pretty good sized so it's not necessarily the little button mushrooms you want to get but the, maybe the no size kind of, of in between yeah. yeah yeah you don't yeah the little button ones are going to leave you a lot of work and you know our adage here sometimes if it takes longer to make it than it does to eat it may not be all that interested <laughs> in doing it Sometimes I am, though. Sometimes it's worth it. So I almost got all these done here. And then I'm going to put, you're going to need about two cups of beef broth. We're going to pour the beef broth over the top of the mushrooms. And as we're doing so, my main focus as I'm pouring is to really pour it into the tops of each cap. And, of course, some's going to spill over, and you want some in the bottom as well. We're going to bake these in a 350-degree oven for about 20 minutes. And when that's done, we just turn the oven off and just kind of, you can pull them out and just kind of let them cool. You can pull them out of the broth if you want to and set them off to, you know, on a, uh, like a cooling rack Mm -hmm. to let let excess beef broth drip off of them. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave them in the broth because I want them to suck up as much of that broth as they can. That just gives them extra little flavor. Now, beef broth too, sometimes y'all's got a lot of, it's kind of high in sodium. So you can cut that with a little bit of red wine, maybe half broth, half red wine. That'll work well, too. And when you bake these, if you know, don't be worried about the alcohol in the wine, because as you cook with wine, the alcohol will cook out. So you're not going to, these aren't going to be drunken mushrooms, (laughs) although they could be. (laughs) And I think, I mean, I think I've done this and used like the low sodium chicken broth also. Mm -hmm. Chicken Um, broth will work. Yeah, and, and maybe the difference being that I've soaked them um, either overnight, we like stuffed them and then soaked, or um, just left marinated them for a little longer before right, putting right. them in the oven. And the baking, I do the baking phase first. Okay. Oh, okay. And then I come back and stuff them. Oh. Okay. And then I then I chill them. Okay. So that I don't want the cream cheese, you know, running everywhere in the oven after we when we go to bake them okay because we're gonna we're gonna soften the cream cheese that's the other thing you're gonna need you're gonna need an eight ounce package of cream cheese and uh, then we're gonna need about oh goodness this is where it gets kind of tricky on how hot do you want to make them <laughs> because we in the cream cheese we're gonna soften the cream cheese and then we're gonna cut it with we're gonna add in some white pepper and we're gonna add in some red pepper flakes 
probably about two teaspoons. I'm so, yeah, two teaspoons of white pepper. I mean, of red pepper, and maybe about a tablespoon of white pepper, if even that much. But it's all up to you. So I would, if you don't like real hot stuff, you might want to get some ranch dip mix and put in your cream cheese. I'm just kind of pouring this beef broth over the tops of these mushroom caps, trying to get as much of it into the cap as I can. And that way, as it bakes, it'll kind of bake into the, the mushroom cap itself. Not a whole lot. I mean, a 15-ounce can maybe. you know, if you're only doing a few of these, if you're doing, like I'm using a 13 by 9 cake pan. Uh, if you want to use a smaller pan, like a pie pan, just do a few of them, maybe do eight or ten of them. Use, you know, a three-ounce package of cream cheese. Soften that, and then add the red pepper and the white pepper according to your taste. I mean, two teaspoons of white pepper will go a long way because whew, white pepper is hot, hot, hot. It's, it's a different hot than red peppers. It's like a smokier uh, sort of, hmm, I, I Yeah, because I always thought, now it's in between... Um, it's not cayenne, yeah, it's not quite cayenne pepper hot. Right. But it's not far from it. Right. So, that's, um, where we're at. Now, I've got the cream cheese here, and I've got my skillet. Put a little fire under the skillet, and we'll start softening this cream cheese up. Okay, so I've got medium heat on my skillet, and I'm just kind of breaking the cream cheese up into hunks. So it'll just melt a little bit faster. It won't take it too long to melt. But we'll get this this dip out of the way. The mushrooms are in the oven, mm -hmm. and they're at um, 350 degrees. I guess they've been in there a couple minutes. Let me set the timer here. You know, the more I've been using this timer, Cheryl, it's got a timer on it. It has a default timer, uh, and then it has a countdown timer. You know, so it'll count it down, or a repeat timer, that's what it is. A timer with default where it'll tell you the time left as it cooks, as it counts down. Okay. A regular timer, it has a stopwatch, it has a clock, it has an alarm. Four minutes. Auto-repeat timer. Ten minutes. Okay, I got them both. I like having, because with the three timers on them, I keep them at different, you know, one I have like maybe in the 20s or 30s, mm -hmm. the other one I have like three or four minutes, another one's around 10 minutes, so, because when you have to set it, you have to go all the way from 10 to, you know, 10 through, up to 59 minutes, and then it'll roll over to zero, one, two, three, four. Okay. So, <clears throat> it just, you have to push the button a lot, so that's why I try to keep three of them at different areas, but anyway, that's just my weirdness, you don't need to be... <laughs> worried about that. But it works. It works. <laughs> but it works. Yeah. It works. Okay. See how our cream cheese is doing here. All right. It's melting up nice. That's kind of the cool thing with cream cheese. You can melt it down, and then it gets solid again very quickly. Very quickly, I say. Let me get our red pepper. We've got our red pepper flakes. So I'm going to put in about two teaspoons of that into our cream cheese. And the red pepper flake should make people say, hmm, this might be hot. It's got red pepper flakes in it. Right. Maybe not. If not, they will be surprised. Now the white pepper, I'm going to add about a teaspoon first. I don't want to make these too hot for everybody in the audience because I want you to enjoy these. Sometimes when I was young, I loved hot food. 
almost so hot you couldn't even eat it. But now, it don't like me. <laughs> oh, no. That heartburning indigestion. Okay, so I've put in the, the red pepper and the white pepper. I'm just kind of stirring up the cream cheese now. It's up melted and very soft, which is wonderful. It's just what we needed. Now, this also, y'all, is a great little dip. The cream cheese, the red pepper, and the hot... Mm -hmm. oh, just yeah. let it harden, and then you can spread it on... Or not really a dip, but it's a great, like, spread, you know, to put on mm -hmm. crackers or anything like that. Very good. I had some left over from when we did the, the show up yonder, and uh, that's what I used it for. So let me go ahead and just scoop this out. I'm going to put it in some Tupperware. Now that it's all mixed up, we'll just kind of let it sit and harden. And what I'm doing here, y'all, I've got a wooden spoon. I'm just kind of scooching, scraping all the cream cheese over to kind of where the handle is. Mm -hmm. And that part of the skillet, Just I'm using the handle just as more of a locator so I know where it's at. I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> tune kind of wears. I like it. It isn't. It it cat. It's uh, it gets your toes tapping. Yes, it does. I and, like it. And it does uh, grow on you. Lynette did a good job with that. She did. She did a wonderful Coming soon, job. the Cooking in the Dark album. Yeah. <laughs> One person you won't hear singing is me. I'm sure you'll get to sing. By popular demand. <laughs> okay. I just tasted that. Mm, there's the heat. Bam! It will come up on you. That's perfect. Two of each, y'all. Two teaspoons of each is where I like it. Because when you first bite into it, mm -hmm. you taste the cream cheese. Right. Then all of a sudden, here comes the heat. And so that's, that's what we want. Because you'll be able to taste the mushroom. Right. And then right behind that will come the heat. All right. While we got our skillet out, let's go ahead and get these jalapenos going. I know, I know. I'll get the meat browning. <laughs> you hear that? You said you were going to make margaritas. <laughs> coming up, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get this. I'm, I need to, I'm going to brown half a pound of pork sausage. It's ground pork sausage. It's hot. You can get mild. You can get, say, you know, if you've got a favorite, just get what you like. Nobody judges. No right or wrong. And we'll get this browning. And then we'll make the margaritas. And then by then our mushrooms will be coming out. They'll be cool. Oh, yum. We can stuff some jalapenos. Get those ready to go. Again, I'm just kind of breaking up this sausage. Just into some smaller pieces so it'll brown a little bit faster. I'm going to put the skillet on about medium high. Well, the fire under the skillet. And again, we cook with gas here at Cooking in the Dark. Cooking with gas. Kind of got that broken up. Nice. And if y'all are wondering, you uh, before we went on a hiatus, we were talking about building a deck in an outdoor kitchen. Mm -hmm. The deck is now down. Mm -hmm. It is in place. We've got walls coming to screen it in to keep the national state bird of Texas <laughs> away. That's the mosquito. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, they will carry away small children. All right, put the lid on this. So I'm putting a lid on the skillet. I've got it on about medium-high heat, and we'll come back to that in just a second. All right, now let's talk about Italian margaritas. The first thing you're going to need is a big container. I'm talking big. You're going to need something that's going to hold at least two gallons. Oh, my god. Now, gosh. we've got a nice big, uh, we've got a plastic punch bowl that we got a uh, long, long time ago. I mean, geez, 20 years ago, some friends got married at my house. Mm-hmm. 
and they had their reception there, so they had a punch bowl that they, anyway, I've still got the punch bowl. It's just perfect for these Italian margaritas. You're going to need three large cans of limeade. They're 12-ounce cans. They've got another one out there that says margarita mix limeade, but it's only a 10-ounce can. Don't get that one. Get the, just the regular frozen concentrated limeade. It's sold right there where the lemonade and the grape juice and, you know, all the, all the juices are sold, the frozen juices. You want to plop three of those limeades right into your container. So once you get them in there, let me get another, I'm just going to get a, a spatula so I can kind of just chop up as they plop in. Just kind of get them in here and break them up a little bit. Okay. Now, now I'm just kind of chopping them. Pushing the spatula straight down through the limeade just to break it, you know, cut it into a little bit smaller chunks. That's good. Now, we also need one bottle, one-fifth of tequila is better. Don't use a cheap tequila. It'll affect the taste. Oh, okay. You also need a pint of amaretta. Now, a pint is just a little 16-ounce jar, a smaller one. And you're going to need a gallon of water. So here's how this works. Add in your tequila. Ooh, arriba. Okay, so now add in your amaretta. Mm -hmm. Pour that all in. If you don't have a gallon measuring container for your water, you can use 10 cans. Get the water going here. Ten, uh, it's like 10 and a half of the, of the cans of uh, the limeade. Okay, yeah. So you can use 10 and a half of those. Oh my gosh. And it's, so and it's a gallon. Okay. So that's why I'm saying you need a big container, man, because this makes a lot. Now, I'm going to dump some ice in there. Throw some ice in on it. That way it won't splash as much. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to add the water. Make this, let's check and see how full this is. I've got a gallon pitcher here, so okay, that's full. Pull this, pour this in, and just stir. All right. Italian margaritas. Wow. Let's see what we've got going on here real fast. Because uh, I know the audience wants a break. Okay, we got about seven minutes left on the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. In the oven, we've got our meat browning mm -hmm. nicely. Let me check it. Oh, sizzling up and browning very nicely. Yeah, let's take a little quick break. We'll hit these folks up. Let them taste these Italian margaritas. I've got the glasses. I heard that. Come on down. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We're going to finish up some jalapenos, our mushrooms, and I'm still going to show you how to make a great, great dip. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Welcome back. We're, yeah. back. we're, we're back. back. We're back. We're back. We're back. What'd you do with all that money? What money? The money you spent on, you were supposed to spend on <laughs> singing lessons. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's catch you up to speed. We've got a few minutes left on our mushrooms. I just pulled out another package of cream cheese. And I'm going to put that in with our sausage that is browned. What we need is about a pound, half a pound to a pound. Just depends on how many mushrooms you're, I mean, how many jalapenos you're stuffing. We're going to be doing about, um, I've got eight of them that I'm cutting in half. So that'll make 16. 
so we're not going to have a whole bunch. So again, I've got this sausage, nicely browned. At our, at our grocery store, we found this lovely spicy chicken jalapeno sausage that nice. we love, love. And we bought a few packets and, uh, you know, we've done it up with like vegetables and pasta and it's been really good. So I, I'm saying all that because I want to encourage people to, as you're shopping, sometimes just like try something new, you know, something's there and you're like, I'm not quite sure, but give it a try because we hadn't, we, had, we hadn't tried this before and we tended to buy like the Italian sweet sausage or something. And this time we're like, let's try this one. It's spicy. It's jalapeno. It's jalapeno, man. Yeah. All right. Our timer's off here. Let me get my grips mitts on. And I will uh, pull these mushrooms out. We'll let those start cooling so we can stuff those. Woohoo! All right. Now remember, there's liquid in this, so be careful pulling it out. You don't want to. You want to try to keep it as level as you can. You don't want to touch it like that, Dale. It's hot. Okay. I have a tendency to put stuff down, take my mitts off, and then readjust it. <laughs> ah, that could be sort of painful. Not a good... Don't <laughs> do that. Okay, I'm just kind of chopping up this cream cheese here in our sausage. We'll let it melt down. So again, it's one package of cream cheese, y'all. About a half to a pound of ground pork sausage. Breakfast sausage, the stuff you slice to make sausage out of. Sausage patties for breakfast. And then one packet, I think it's about a four-ounce packet or so, mm -hmm. of ranch dip mix. Ah, you know, the dry stuff? Yep, yep, you mix that in. Mix that in with it. Let me put that in there right now. Then we'll turn our attention to our jalapenos. Okay. Our cream cheese mixture for the mushrooms is setting up nicely. Now, if you're taking these mushrooms somewhere else... You might want to transfer them out of this bowl with the broth in it, or this pan, into another pan as you stuff them. If you're going to be serving them at, at your house, if you got people coming over, you're just putting them out, making them for a snack for yourself, just leave them in the pan with the broth. Okay, I'm just kind of mixing up this cream cheese, sausage, and the ranch dip mix. Now, you could use, I've used onion dip mix in this. I've used the ranch, of course. I've used them both together. That's very good either way. It's just a quick little stuffer. And this is great. This little stuffing we made right here, again, is awesome to, you can put it in celery. You can put it in these mushroom caps. You can let it get hard, spread it on crackers. It's all good. Mmm, cream cheese, so delightful. It doesn't have to be for a cheesecake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at our uh, jalapenos here. Summertime's great because the peanuts are nice and big. Oh, yes. What I'm doing is slicing them in half from stem to stern, so to speak. To do this, I lay the knife. I'm using just a, like a steak knife, y'all, that I've sharpened. <laughs> so it just slices right through these. But I kind of line it up so that the point of the knife is right above the stem. And the other end of the knife is right at the tip of the jalapeno. And then just a little pressure and a little slice. And we'll slice them right in half long ways. That'll kind of help. This little strategy is one that I've found that will help me. You've got to kind of watch. Some of your jalapenos are nice and straight. Mm -hmm. Others have got the little, the typical little jalapeno hook in them. Okay. So when they do that, I try to put that hook up so that, you know, the, the curved side is down on the cutting board. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the hook side is, you know, so you're, 
you're still slicing right through the middle of them. You're, it would be a little bit harder to slice them in half the other way because what we're hoping for is nice, almost perfectly symmetric halves because we're going to be filling these halves with that great dip we just made. Now here's what Odevious Dale did at the convention when all the radio people were here. I made these jalapenos. Mm -hmm. I've got the water running. I'm holding them in my hand. If your hands are sensitive, put some gloves on before you do this. And I'm just taking a spoon. Can you hear that? Right. Just lightly scraping the membrane and the seeds out of these jalapenos. And if you do that, it takes their heat away. The hottest part of the jalapeno is the seed and the membrane. So you're still going to get that great jalapeno flavor. You're also going to get that stereotypical, oh my gosh, it's jalapenos, I'm staying away from that. So on our little table, we had, I had the cookies sitting out. I had these jalapenos, and right next to them I had the mushrooms. Now, most people are going to see them jalapenos. Woo! Right. Woo, these are hot, huh? So I'm saying if you got sensitive skin, woo, don't touch them. <laughs> and after you do this, don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, remember to wash your yeah, hands. Yeah, <laughs> you, and if you do, you, you'll only do it once, I guarantee you. <laughs> yes, wash your hands before you go. <laughs> okay. But what I did, I put these out next to each other. And so what they were doing was they were grabbing for the mushrooms because they thought the jalapenos were hot. Oh, you did. Then I'd hear him say, oh, my gosh, that's hot. I go, we'll have a jalapeno to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> So you made the jalapeno the the milder thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Basically, when you scrape it, you, what mm -hmm. you get is just the, the wonderful taste of the jalapeno without the fire, without all the heat, which is great. I love it. But yeah, I, I mean, I did leave a couple jalapenos hot. It's kind of like, instead of Russian roulette, it, we call it jalapeno roulette. <laughs> and you know, like, like, well, like you guys know in the gathering we did in Houston, Phil Parr got a hot one. <laughs> he did, he did. He said, hooray, Campbell, these are hot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we've got all these scraped down. They're ready to be stuffed. How are those margaritas, anyway? Those were delicious. All right. All right, so here's what we do. I've turned the heat off on our, our cream cheese for our jalapeno stuffers. Our cream cheese. Remember, one package of cream cheese. Mm -hmm. One package of ranch dip mix. And um, about a half to one pound. I used a half a pound of uh, sausage. Now, you can use a spoon. My hands are clean, so I just use my hands to stuff the jalapenos. Mm -hmm. You just want to put it in, lay it in so it, you know, kind of like if you've ever stuffed celery. You don't want a whole lot coming out the top, but you don't want it all flat and level with the sides of the jalapeno. Okay. You want it to be kind of enticing. And once you do that, just set it on a serving tray or cookie sheet. If you want to refrigerate these before serving, you can do that. My mom, when she made these, she would bake them. And baking them, if you're using fresh jalapenos... Mm -hmm will kind of soften the jalapeno up a little oh, bit. Oh, right, yeah. I like them crunchy. I just can't help myself. Hang on, y'all. Let me test drive one of these for us. Mmm. Uh-oh. Bad news. That wasn't a hot one. There's still a hot one lurking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll know who gets it. <laughs> Probably very quickly. Those were excellent. All right, so we're just going to stuff those jalapenos up, put that filling in there. 
and just let them chill. Mm-mm-mm. Damn, them are good. I've told this story a lot, so if you've listened to the show before, you probably heard it, but my grandma one time came down, and we went through the salad bar, and after we're leaving the restaurant and stuff, she said, that salad, man, that salad was good, but those pickles, they sure were hot. Oh, no. <laughs> they were sliced up jalapenos. Yes. Like, oh, oh, grandma. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Not good, not good. All right, let's make this great dip mix. Now, all these little recipes we're doing today, y'all, are wonderful. I mean, you can prepare these ahead of time and uh, take them to whatever, you know, a pool party or a potluck. Just if you're going over to your neighbor's house to hang out one evening, just whip these up. I mean, you can make them up the day ahead, chill them. They're ready to go. Pop them in the oven like the mushrooms. If you were to make them ahead of time and then refrigerate them, I would suggest taking them then and just warming them up in the oven. All right. Hmm. I love this dip mix. And again, it's so easy. Depending on how much you want to make, <clears throat> we're going to make the small batch. It's 16 or 32 ounces of sour cream. If you're making the big batch, it's 32. Double all the ingredients we're going to be doing. It doubles well. The only thing you might want to be careful doubling is, of course, it's got a jalapeno in it. Ugh. Folks, we're coming to Texas. So Joe and Paul, they came down. They had never been to Houston before. Mm-hmm. They came down from Canada, which was really cool. Jolie Mason, we didn't get to see her. She wasn't able to get away. Andy from Louisiana. Of course, my new pal, Michael Todd, running the, uh, the outfit up there in West Texas. West Texas, where you can bet on tumbleweed. <laughs> oh, it's going crazy up there right now. There's a big oil boom they've hit, a big natural gas thing. Wow, well, that's good. But he was telling me where, I mean, apartment rents are going up. I mean, everything's occupied. Yeah, it's uh, getting kind of crazy out there again. Friday night lights out there in Midland, Odessa. But we met all them. Yeah, met some great people. Enjoyed yakking with everybody. Okay, so in the blender, I've dropped the sour cream in. Now I've got two jalapenos. This is the one place, again, where you need to do it... According to your taste, you like it hot, you don't like it hot. What I do is I, I put in one whole jalapeno. Mm-hmm. I just cut off the top. I cut off the stem. The second one here, I'm going to slice in half. I'm going to open it up. Let me cut off the stem. And I'm going to scrape the seeds out and just kind of lightly scrape it down. Not wholeheartedly, not like I did with the others, mm-hmm. because I still want some of the heat. I mean, the sour cream really works to help cool this off, the, the heat of the jalapeno. But if you like it, I mean, experiment. Try making it and scraping both jalapenos down. You know, scrape the membranes. And when I scrape, y'all, all I'm doing is taking the tip of the spoon, just of a regular kitchen spoon, and I just scrape, lightly scrape the inside of the jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And the first thing, I mean, the, the, the seeds and everything are all, of course, connected at the top to the stem growing down inside it. But then you'll, you can kind of feel when you scrape the membrane out. Mm-hmm. You don't want to scrape them so hard. It's still to where you scrape a hole in them. But it doesn't take a lot to scrape the membrane out. But I know people that will do this will put two jalapenos in and scrape both membranes. They'll just put one jalapeno in all the way. Some will put two jalapenos in all the way. Some do it the way I do it. One whole one and one half one. You know, it's just all up to you to decide. So we're going to let that run just for a minute and chew it up. You want to really let it chew up good because you don't want any big bits of, um, of jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of listen to your blender. Like now, it's really in free. It's really running. Oh, now it's bogging down a little bit. Now I don't hear it bogging down anymore. Now, the last ingredient. We're almost done with this, so hope y'all brought your own chips, because chips are a dollar a piece. (laughs) See, Cheryl? She's got the chick chick. (laughs) We do accept credit cards with a minimum purchase of $50. Thank you very much. Step to the rear, please. (laughs) It's... Uh-oh. All right. Three chips have been bought. Yes, I was testing out the cash machine. (laughs) 
Very good. Don't take any wooden nickels now. <laughs> okay, so now I just put in another package of ranch dip mix. This is actually a dip that they serve at a restaurant here in Houston. My mom got the recipe from them. Man, it is absolutely wonderful. All right, so we've got stuffed jalapenos. We're fixing to have mushroom bombs. We've got Italian margaritas, and we've got a dip mix. All we need is a cooler of beer, a band, and a swimming pool. And we're heading business. Oh, we're I thought a we little... had all that. Well, then what do you know? <laughs> we're fixing to have a pate. I think a pate is right around the corner. <laughs> pate. All right. I'm going to use just a, a rubber scraper here. You know, on the end of a stick, spatula scraper, whatever you want to call it. Just to scrape down the sides to make sure everything's down in there. Okay. Looking good, Mom. Just want to scrape down the sides. We'll let that chew up for a minute. And then we'll serve that stuff out. Whoop, let's get that out before we... It's a good idea to take your scraper out before turning it back on. It Another is. Another good idea is put the lid on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, just waiting to happen, huh? Okay. <clears throat> now it's hitting some jalapeno. There was part of a jalapeno it had missed. Because as it sits in that sour cream, you want to mash that sour cream down in. And in fact, a good idea if you're doing a whole lot of this is put your jalapenos in first. Okay. And then put the sour cream on top of that. And as, a, as the jalapenos get mashed up, it's going to help create some some juice, if you will, to help break down the sour cream. Now you can hear it kind of surging. Oh, it hits there. Uh, 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 uh. Mm -hmm. It's still hitting some jalapeno there. Woohoo! Okay, while that's running, <clears throat> let me stuff a couple of these mushrooms, so I want you to try one of these, Cheryl. You tell me if it's too hot or not. Okay. If it's too hot, we won't serve these. We'll save these for the band and for us backstage. <laughs> now, these mushrooms have really picked up a lot of the beef broth. When you pick them up, you can really feel how heavy they are. So I'll just stuff that in there. Here, I'll put this on a plate, and I'll set it right there for you. you oh, got it? yum. I got it. I got it. Mm. It's nice and spicy, but I think it's, you know... Uh, it's not too this... bad. It's not overpowering. No, no. But in my own self-interest, I should say, My God, it's spicy. We shouldn't serve <laughs> this to anybody. All right. <laughs> as, you bite, as you bite into it, it's really soaked up a lot of the beef broth. So as you right. bite into Tasty. it, the, the broth kind of, ex kind of explodes in your mouth a little bit. Then you get the taste of the sour cream, and then here comes a little bit of the spice. Now, the last thing I've got lingering in my mouth is the cream cheese taste and the bit of the mushroom taste. So, that came out great. All right. I just put this baby on high speed. Warp speed, Scotty. Aye, aye, Captain. All right. Beautiful. It's all nice and creamy. The dip is good to go. We'll get that served up. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back to summarize the show for you and let you know we're back. <laughs> All right. This is Cooking in the Dark. We'll be back on the flip-flop. Don't leave us. 
Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. We are back in more ways than one. What a great little snack show we just did. Man, we've got some stuff coming up for you this summer you're going to love. We've got, uh, I've got a couple great desserts. I'm trying to get the recipe for these brownies that will blow your mind. Uh-oh. So, it's, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. We're going to have some fun as the show meanders on to that big number 250. 250. Uh, but on today's show, we did a, a bunch of the things that I made for the IAAIS when they came into town. And thanks to Jim Martinez and everybody at Side into Sound for welcoming me and helping me get the table set up and, and just having us there to help entertain everybody and promote cooking in the dark. Today's show, Italian margaritas. Get ready. Here we go. You need three large cans of frozen limeade concentrate. They're 12 ounces. You need one bottle of tequila. You need one pint of amaretta. And you need a gallon of water or 10 and a half of the, the cans that the limeades, you know, the limeade concentrate comes in. Mm-hmm. You can put, this thing makes about two gallons, so make sure you've got something big enough to contain it. But it is oh so delicious. So when you're buying, you may as well get enough for two batches because the first batch will be just gone. <laughs> it didn't last long up there at the old convention at the little thing either. They, everybody liked those. The stuffed mushrooms. I used a 24-ounce package of, uh, they were fresh mushrooms. They were mushroom caps, full, not, you know, they were whole. And again, they were about two inches in diameter. I popped this, the stems out of them, and then I put them in a cake pan and poured beef broth over the top of them and around them about two cups worth and baked them at 350 degrees for 20 minutes. If you go a little longer, that's fine. 2025. Don't go an hour and a half, but you know, if you go an extra five minutes, no big deal. Pull them out and let them start cooling. And then you want to fill them with this filling. The filling was one eight ounce package of cream cheese, two teaspoons of red pepper. And actually I use red pepper flakes and two teaspoons of white pepper. Mix all that up. Kind of let that cool because you want to heat it up in a skillet, let it cool and then stuff it in those mushrooms. And then you can either serve them hot. You can warm them back up, serve them cold, whatever. They're just great. The stuffed jalapenos. I used um, eight jalapenos. I used a half a pound of pork sausage, breakfast sausage, the slice and serve stuff. And you can use sage, you can use mild, whatever your taste is. I like the hot. That's what I use. One eight ounce package of cream cheese and one package of ranch dip mix. Heat that up, you know, brown your meat, heat up the cream cheese. After your meat is browned, I just put it on top, let it soften up, added the dip mix, stirred all that up. And then as that cooled and and started to set, I stuffed that in our jalapenos that we had sliced in half long ways, top to bottom, and then cleaned out, you know, scraped out the seeds in the membrane. Good to go. Mm-mm-mm. Now, if you want to, you can put those on a cookie sheet and bake them at about 300 for about 10 minutes. Very good. Or you can just eat them like I did. Mm-mm-mm. I like them that way the best. Yum. Crispy, crunchy, and delicious. And then the last thing we made was the jalapeno dip. Very easy. It's one 16-ounce container of sour cream, one package of ranch dip mix, and two jalapenos. One of the jalapenos, I cut the stem off and put him in whole. The other jalapeno, I cut in half, top to bottom, sliced him, and then I scraped out his membrane and his seeds. So I kind of cooled him off again for that jalapeno taste. Again, that recipe, if you want to turn it up, add some more jalapenos. Don't scrape out both of them. If you want to turn it down, omit a jalapeno, scrape both of them down. But do put the jalapeno in there because it does give it a great little flavor. Oh, it's good to be back in the studio, Cheryl. I was a little lost. Damn, there didn't make it out of the green room. <laughs> <laughs> got, got caught in your own trap, huh? Got 
stuck in my own trap, man. <laughs> I got stuck in my own trap. All right, y'all. It's July. It's a hot one out there. So drink plenty of water. Be safe. Be cool. We will see you next week right here on Cooking in the Dark. For Cheryl Cummings, I'm Dale Campbell. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.